0: Welcome to Community Voices, a limited series podcast in which some of those in our community share their experiences with Portland Friends of the Dhamma.
1: Where does one begin their story? And uh, for the purposes of this podcast, I suppose that would be from the point that led my wife Julie and me to the Portland Friends of the Dhamma. So in that case, I will step back to November of 2014 and share some of the events that brought us here. Back then I was feeling out of sorts, that is apprehensive and anxious with a general dark and dull feeling. And Eventually I shared my confusion with my wife, Julie. After talking with her, uh, we felt it best if I saw a professional and she obtained a referral for me. I met with uh, Dr. K after our assessment meeting, he began treating me for clinical depression. We met once a week initially as I shared my life story with him. Our sessions were helpful to me and over the course of several months, we covered a lot of life subjects. At one point, Dr. K. handed me a book from his shelf entitled, Mindfulness in Plain English. That was written in 1991 by Bhante Gunarantana. I made a small effort to read the book, but at that time, it really didn't resonate for me. My time with Dr. K came to a mutually agreed upon conclusion in July of 2016. I felt better and really Dr. K had done all he could for me. His advice at the end was that I should take an honest assessment of my alcohol use. Well, rather than take an honest assessment of my alcohol consumption, I turned more towards its use. Looking back, I can see I quite frankly slid into a delusional state. Well, with a caring wife and a caring daughter, I was given a loving nudge to seek help. The help I sought turned out to be interviewing three different IOP clinics in the Southwest Portland Metro area. IOP is Intensive Outpatient Treatment. I voluntarily entered a program the first week of January, 2017, six months after finishing with Dr. K. IOP programs are transition programs for those leaving residential treatment programs, but also work very well for people like me who haven't lost their jobs or businesses. Because attendance is three days a week and three hours a day, it still allows one to to work. The programs are designed to educate through a classroom setting and encourage self-reflection during group sharing therapy. The alcohol treatment programs, for the most part, follow 12-step programs, which really come from the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, written in 1939. The book is now in its fourth edition with a few updates to its message. One of the cores of its recovery philosophy is spirituality, with an emphasis on theological or Christian doctrine. I personally found myself struggling with this core belief of the AA program, which was then affecting my complete healing and holding me back. And then one morning, I was looking for a sock in the bedroom and reaching out of the bed, pulled out a slightly dusty book. It was the book Dr. K had given me almost a year ago, Mindfulness in Plain English. I smiled to myself and started reading it right then. And yes, you guessed it, it grabbed my attention as it introduced me to developing a meditation practice, Vipassana, and planted the seeds of Buddhism in me. To water those seeds, I began investigating the Buddha through online readings, and I purchased several introductory texts. Armed with a very basic knowledge of the Buddha and the Four Noble Truths, I became curious to explore if Buddhism was present in the Portland area. Well, of course it was. Which led to, now what? Does one just show up at a temple? Is it called a temple? Is it like a church with services? Are there monks? Really, I was clueless. Alas, the internet was helpful and some of the centers had a basic webpage. From my initial webpage research, I had narrowed it down to basically three centers I wanted to investigate further. A Zen Center, Portland Friends of the Dhamma, and one other. I stopped by the Zen Center, which was close to our house, and only had a lazy sense of neutrality. I guess I was uninspired by the the center itself. Julie and I then attended a half-day newcomer session at another center and came away encouraged but still uncertain. This was all new to us. In the meantime, i had been attending Jessica's meditation classes at Portland Friends of the Dhamma. Well, on the upcoming schedule was a weekly introduction to Buddhism class with Matthew Grad. What a great way to learn more about the Thurvadan tradition and PFOD. Julie and I attended and we felt immediately welcome and were impressed with Matthew's knowledge of the subject matter. We knew we were in the right place. It's been almost two years since we started with that first class and my curiosity and inspiration has not waned. Portland Friends of Dhamma is a refuge to me. It's a safe accepting place where I seek and find truth. Matthew's Friday Night Investigations class is a place to learn about Buddhist teachings as they relate to my everyday life. The Portland Friends of Dhamma Library is a source of Dhamma teachings that I always have access to. The relationship PFOD has with the Pacific Hermitage Monastery and its monks has an intrin- intrinsic value that benefits all in the reaches of this community. So I guess in conclusion, meditation led me to Buddhism, which led me to the Portland Friends of Dhamma, which is helping me to discover in present time the application of the four noble truths in my daily life.
0: So, um, I've spent over 30 years attending the First Unitarian Church. But when Tom and I began exploring Buddhism, I found that the two religions actually complement one another. In fact, there's an excellent book called Buddhist Voices in Unitarian Universalism. The reflection section includes essays from five Unitarian ministers identify as Buddhists both religions are non-theist but what I love most about the Buddhist religion is the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. They are excellent guides to living a wholesome loving life and help reduce suffering for yourself and those around you. As Tom mentioned when we first discovered Portland Friends of the Dhamma It seemed the best place to start was Matthew Grad's Intro to Buddhism. It was every Monday night for a couple hours lasting six weeks. Matthew is a Buddhist scholar and an incredible teacher. He is very good at explaining in simple terms the Buddhist teachings and how they relate to everyday life. Once we've completed the intro class, we started going to the Friday night investigation meetings. Matthew chooses a discourse from the Buddha, and we tackle the meaning line by line. (laughs) The evening begins with a meditation, and then we dive into the discourse. Matthew is an excellent moderator who has a fantastic self-deprecating sense of humor. We tackle what the teaching means and how they apply to everyday life. There is a hermitage at White Salmon, Washington, where Theravadan monks live who are associated with Portland Friends of the Dhamma. They come to Portland monthly in the spring, summer, and fall and give Dhamma talks. We also have visiting monks and nuns who come from Portland friends from time to time, who come to Portland friends from time to time for a full weekend of Dhamma talks, meditating and sharing of meals. I really enjoy the slightly different viewpoints and styles of teaching that the different monks bring. Portland Friends of the Dhamma has made a huge difference in my life. I am learning to be a better meditator and have slowly learned to recognize when I am not acting skillfully and maybe <laughs> maybe even holding back a negative comment because it's not rightful speech. I don't think I'll ever make it to enlightenment, but hopefully I will have relieved some of my own suffering as well as those around me. I still attend the Unitarian Church on Sundays, and always enjoy the music and listening the words of wisdom that the ministers offer there. I feel very fortunate to have both religions in my
1: life. What I mentioned earlier too is the um, the curiosity factor that the the wisdom that's that's around and in, in there, the acceptance of of, of people, and just being. Involved in that community. Um, the Sangha, um, it's, again, a, a refuge, a, a safe place. Uh, and uh, it's opened up so much uh, for Julian. and I. There's, 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 in a sense, theres um, it's its infinite. And there's infinity there in that there's... And that's the joy, f- I, I find, uh, it's, it''s to have something to... Um, be drawn towards and then be able to use but there's always more stimulation it's it's it's, it's this vibrant uh, um, moving um, experience that uh, uh, I'm just surprised every every time we go uh, uh, to s- Friday night investigations or when the monks are here they what it stimulates for Julie and I is, is a conversation around uh, this this wholesomeness this uh, uh, truth and, uh, and being around some honesty in today's world. It's, it's, it's especially comforting for us that there is a place, uh, that, um, uh, is, is, is a living, uh, thing, um, uh, for us. So.
0: The other thing I think that I, I really appreciate about, uh, Portland friends is the free offering of, um, books and reading materials Mm -hmm. that, I mean, and I, I just got, I, it's, it's a, it's wonderful because, uh, I, I use them all the time. I have one at my bedside. Um, you know, if I'm feeling like I'm going through a difficult time, I'll pull something out and read it. And, um, this is such a nice, uh, generous offering, uh, to, to provide free books, uh, for, for our use. And actually, they're books that we can keep. So that, I think that's just a wonderful thing that they do. Well, I would tell them to take Matthew Grad's intro to um, Buddhism. I think that's a great way to start. I don't know how often he offers it, but um, I, I personally, that I, I found that to be really helpful.
1: Um, personally, yeah, and, and along the same uh, uh, part of that would be um, uh, Jessica's meditation class. I think she still offers that. And at one point, I was involved in the book club that was there. So easy ways, uh, you know. To I, I think the meditation practice is important. Obviously, for my story, I, I mentioned that. That's what kind of led me this way. And um, I, I think to 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 participate in a non committed way someplace is important to begin with so you don't feel pressured or i have to sign up for something or i have to you know uh, give give or whatever it's just to be able to walk in and have an, uh, an opportunity to attend a class uh it's a great way because uh, other new people are typically at those classes although there's a lot of uh, uh regulars regular veteran uh, uh more learned people than we are at some of our classes but that that was helpful and then um, I think uh, the web page has grown some uh, that there's some introductory type things to be able to attend um, I, I'd also advise or, or give or say to people is that um, it's very non-threatening um, I attend uh, other uh, groups or meeting type situations and, and that's always a concern I know uh, walking into something is what's what 's going to happen and or what can go wrong here, or you know the, the threat the anxiety of that is I'm, I'm new and i 'm not going to uh, fit in or those type of things, but I felt very welcome uh, here. I checked out Julie and I went to these other centers and there, it wasn't white quite the same feeling we had and that and that grabbed us i mean uh, um, and it 's a um fairly new uh, temple here. I mean, relatively speaking, um, and, and that's another opportunity. There is to be involved in something that's still growing, and we've seen change and yeah. growth, and and more programs, and and uh, it's it's fun to be part of that too, uh, for mm-hmm. as a new person to come in and be accepted. But there's opportunity there to also um, give back and to help. You know, at
0: the end of the day, uh, you know. I really And the other thing I just really enjoy is any of the visiting monks or nuns. And I really, you know, the, yeah. the hermitage is really, I think it's really added plus. Because I don't think a lot of the other temples have, or have a, a hermitage connected to them close by as, as far as I know. I don't know about that. But that's a really nice opportunity to talk to pretty scholarly people about Buddhism. Yeah.
1: So I think that's a great place as well. Yeah, I'd probably mention too. Uh, it's been uh, I enjoy the diversity of, of the people I've met. Others, uh, uh, you know, seeking um, uh, help and, and guidance uh, in this tradition. Um, I also found um, when doing my research, I don't know why or I think this way, but I always felt a little bit about. Um, this is kind of going to the source, the Theravadin Thai forest. In, in my mind, I, I I found that that I like the oldness of it and, and and the less westernized part of that. You know, trying to stick with the the Pali and and that's what we do with Matthew's. We're reading in the translations, a couple di, couple different translations of the same discourse or Suda. and and that's to me, it's um uh, I don't have to feel like it's being um Polish from my appetite, or or serve to me in a way that will make it more easy, or, or uh, you know, in a sense, westernizing it. And because uh, I think the teachings, from what we're seeing and feeling and finding, is that it's it's true today as it was then. Yes, everything's changed in twenty seven, eight hundred years or whatever, but I I, I trust. You know, it's not a faith basis. I I believe or I I trust because I've taken some of the teachings and I see how they work, and that just reinforces and confirms, affirms that this is truth. And again, to me, that's uh, uh, it's it's so helpful and so valid in in today's world.
0: Thank you for listening to Community Voices from Portland Friends of the Dhamma.